What is going on, everyone? You are now tuned in to the Sparks and Pours podcast. Turn your radios up, your headphones up, because I got an amazing episode for you, okay? It is Jaleesa Dove, the host and the creator of the Sparks and Pours podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in, for uh, for your support, your continued support. Like, I really appreciate it. It means so much to me, you guys. Um, so, yeah, so this week... Uh, it is, it is a very special week, okay? It's the week of Valentine's Day. And, you know, Valentine's Day, it's all about love and... <laughs> all about the love and the good stuff, okay? Showing your appreciation and your love for someone. Um, also, shout out, Black History Month. You know, can never forget that. We're going to take in all 28 days. But, <laughs> back to Valentine's Day. Um, so, yeah, so I was like, yo, it's Valentine's Day. In this day and age, dating and relationships is, it's very different, you know. It's not what our parents are accustomed to or what they were doing or anything like that, you know. It's, it's definitely different. Um, so, I was like, okay, well, what can I give my people, you know, give them a little insight, you know, help them out, maybe give them a couple of tips in the dating game. So, I was like, boom, we're going to bring on a dating coach. Alright, so I looked, and I searched, high and low, and I was like, uh-oh, okay, so Jaja Kobina, hmm, hmm, uh, it's hmm. your boy, man, it's your boy, <laughs> ah, 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 <laughs> ah. <laughs> yes, welcome to Thank the Sparks so and Forest Podcast, um, Jaja. This is amazing honor, um, I'm very thankful and humbled uh, to be on the show, uh, but yeah, I'm here, you know, yes. definitely, it's Black History Month too. Your boy yeah. came up, so, uh, but no, <laughs> it's, uh, like I said, I've seen some of your earlier work, and definitely just thankful to be on the show. Thank so. you, thank you, and not only that, but, like, job, like, seriously, I'm, I'm just glad that the universe did its thing, mm-hmm. and, like, brought us together, so we can just, you know, and also, so you can share your information, I can ask some questions for myself, mm-hmm. you know, so it's, it's definitely a good situation, so yeah. I'm glad that you're here, you. I'm excited about the show. Mm-hmm. We're pumping. I just got a little note from my watch that my heart rate is going up. That's what I'm excited about. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is such a millennial problem. Like, she's she getting a heart rate monitor. Okay, yeah. I mean, it's okay. one, one of the many awesome works of the iWatch. Okay. No promo. I'm an Android. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm Android Nation. I'm, they probably had the same thing, but, you know. I, yeah, I see yeah. I think they do, so. actually. I <laughs> okay. think they do. <laughs> But you all are definitely in for a great show. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to give it to you. We're dropping some nuggets today, y'all. Definitely. Take your pen and paper. Okay? Because we're we going to help you to get into that relationship. Or at least, you know. You're close enough to yeah. it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you might still be single. But you're going to get further with this, uh, this, this these nuggets we're giving out. Definitely. So, how was your day? Uh, it was a it was a good day. Uh, for those that don't know, you know, my full time I teach, and okay. so I teach younger children, younger black children, right. and younger black children that are boys. And so mm-hmm. uh, a lot of times, again, a lot of people say, "Yo, like, you know, how can you do what you do?" For those that know me, um, running other businesses, plus helping people and dating and writing my book, mm-hmm. um, a brother's stress. But okay. I'm getting my hairline yeah. back, y'all. Keep me in prayer. <laughs> 
keep me in prayer. <laughs> was it going back? That's, it was going it back. Going back. <laughs> it'll, it'll do that to you. That's right. That's it'll right. Do that and I just you. reached 30. I'm going to be 31. So, When's your you birthday? Know, I'm, I'm a tourist. I, I, oh, okay. Yeah, May 12th. Um, Sweet. So yeah, but my birthday's on Mother's Day, so nobody really celebrates my birthday. Because oh. they're like, oh, uh, oh, happy birthday, bro. Like, we're going out. And it's like, oh, it's... Damn. It's Mother's Day. Mm, Damn. Taking out my mom. Oh, yeah. I, I call you back, bro. You know, <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I'm a I'm a May baby myself. Oh, for real? Yeah. Like, oh, 29th. that's why that's why we're here. That's why are you? Oh, May 29th. So May 29th. Oh, okay. I'm a Gemini. You're However, Gemini. yes, oh, okay. Gemini and Tauruses are. Yeah, we close anyway. We close so we definitely. Similar, so. Yeah, my best friend, she's a Gemini. I'm, mm. Mm, no, my best friend is a Taurus. I'm a Gemini. Oh, okay. <laughs> and my brother, he's a Taurus as well. So, uh, so what's so, like the traits of? I can't remember all the traits. I know my traits, but I can't really. <laughs> well, uh, Gemini's, you know, we people like to call us two faced, but that's not what it is. Ooh, okay. We, we just, <laughs> Nobody ever want to claim their sign. Right. <laughs> what it is is that we have distinctive uh-huh. moods. So, like, when we're happy, you can see it. When, oh, we're, okay. when we're not with the shits, you can see that, oh, okay. too. So, so, yeah. so, yeah, but very outgoing. Definitely, oh, okay. gotcha. definitely. Um, but we're outgoing, you know, communicators. Um, you know, definitely loving people, funny, hum- okay. you know. So, Gemini's are cool, but we, right. we definitely got a bond already. Right. We good. Yeah. We, we good right here. We right here. <laughs> <clears throat> so, I like your shirt, uh, Black yeah. Affluence. Yeah, so this is actually, uh, you know, my company. Um, oh. I'm co-owner. And okay, so, sweet. Um, you know, we decided to do something for black people, which is Black History Month, um, mm-hmm. which is involves in financial education, financial uh, news um, for the black community. Um, so that, you know, I personally do stocks. I oh, do, wow. um, you know, um, things in terms of career and resume uh, training. So it's a lot of educational type concepts. But I believe there's a huge gap um, in our in our culture that mm-hmm. we need to fill. And that's kind of what we're doing. Uh, we're providing spaces and places for people to meet, discuss, talk about business, economics, and how they can, you know, start changing their financial picture for themselves and their family. Oh, wow. So, yeah, we're doing a lot. That's what's up, especially, like, right now with tax time coming oh, around. Oh, man. Like, what? You better use that refund, put it in some shares. Okay, you know? CDs. Yeah. Lock like, it up for like, a little bit. Definitely, man. Like, it's just been amazing, the uh, growth that we've had in six months. And then you guys can check us out, uh, Black underscore affluence on IG, Twitter, and Facebook. Sweet. So, yeah. Check them all trade. Yeah, a little something slight. Yes. You know? like, is it you helping us out with the love and the money? I mean, what, can, can a brother win? <laughs> <laughs> you know, in D.C., you gotta be multi-tag. You, you gotta, know, you gotta be, do different things. Yeah, so. definitely gotta be a jack of all trades. Well, um, Hopefully you can come back with uh, Black Affluence. Sure, and we can sure. uh, talk about that. Yeah. Uh, but today... We're, we're talking about dating and relationships, you know. Oh, so we're going to give you these tips. But before we get into that, you know, we got to spark, spark, spark it. Spark, spark, spark. So, uh, the Grammys. 61st oh, no. annual Man. Grammys. Who's and hosting that? First of all, uh, uh, okay. They should have called me because <laughs> <laughs> I love, like, Alicia Keys. She is a talented artist, songwriter. But Honey Bunny was dry as the Sahara. Yeah, but, but see, joint. hold on. My thing is, my thing is, is Alicia Keys hasn't she hosted before? Did she? I think she hosted like the MTV Awards or something. Oh, like that. oh. I don't. I don't know. I mean, this so was she my was trying first to tell time. Jokes or she? Was she like, wasn't trying to tell jokes, but you know, Alicia Keys is just very like. 
she's just dry. Like I don't. She doesn't. I don't like. There's no wow factor other than her singing. Like she was very. Hey, but welcome see, Kevin to the Hart Grammys. Was supposed to... He was supposed to do the oh, Oscars. Okay. Oh, he was supposed to do the Oscars. Yeah, he okay. was supposed to do the Oscars. But um, you know, like in the past, they've had like LL Cool J. He's hosted yeah, he the, the he Grammys a couple of times actually. And uh, yeah, but I feel that they should have at least called me. I was definitely available. <laughs> Because I mean, yeah, I mean the the, the greatest moment. She can't was, win at everything, like she, right, you know, right. Like, <laughs> I mean, amazing piano player, singer, and, and a host, host right. <laughs> but she did one thing that she did that was amazing. She brought out like the first um, few minutes of the show mm-hmm. after the first performance. She brought out uh, Lady Gaga, Jada Pinkett Smith, J Lo, and the very beautiful. Oh, Michelle Obama, our first oh, lady. Michelle was there. Yes. Oh, Michelle wow. You know was that book there. doing well. Okay. You know that book doing well. <laughs> My dad bought 10 copies. I said, God. <laughs> Just passing them Just out. passing them out. One for God. you, Dang, one for Michelle you. Michelle doing very well with that book. Yes. How did she look? She looked amazing. All she, of them look good. She though. looked amazing. Yeah, they But did. Michelle looked the best because she looks. She takes care of that body. And, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and that's why Barack, yeah, he ain't going nowhere. Nowhere. Lockdown. Locked Full down. life. That's yes. right. <laughs> so it was a good show. Um, some of my favorite highlights. Gotta give it to my girl Cardi B. Like, you like Cardi B? Cardi B came way up, yo. I watched way Cardi B up. since, since uh, probably a few years ago. Because she, she's been rapping for a while. I right, yeah. Know that. Mm-hmm. And so... Her come up was, um, her earlier music was, it, it wasn't bad, it wasn't great. But right. you could tell she had potential. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm just impressed about her come up. Yes. Like, she's been doing very well. Her grind. But, like, I, but was Offset there? Offset was there. Offset was there. Uh, yeah, that's, you know, look at you. So you jumping ahead because I was definitely going to get your opinion on that. Uh, I mean, you know, my whole thing is, I want to see people win. And so, mm-hmm. you know... If you're an entertainer and you are in that lifestyle, it's very hard to get married if you haven't been with that person from jump. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Now, I mean, and see, she's so early. It's still early for her career as well as Offset's career. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I think they have so many years ahead. Definitely. They're only like 25 or something Exactly. So it's like, are you really getting married at 25? You have anybody you can date? I mean, if anything, if you're going to get married to me, it would be an open relationship. Mm Because I really don't see... A man with that much power mm-hmm. and that early in his life getting married to Car, even though it's Cardi B, she's successful. I don't see it because you're gonna be on tour, you're gonna be away from Cardi. You know that yeah. them ass shaking twerk videos, and that was the problem. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's she, what got him let's caught be up. Real, let's be yeah. real. So for me personally, my opinion is, I personally would, if I'm gonna be with Cardi B as my main chick, that's mm-hmm. fine. But I would definitely keep things open. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's honest. Yeah, yeah I mean, definitely gotta respect that. <laughs> we can He's still win. Okay, we can still win. <laughs> Yes. So, you know. But. Definitely. Well, speaking of winning, she did win. Okay. Um, she was actually the first female to win for best rap uh, best rap album. Wow. So, yeah. so first what a, female. So, Nikki didn't win that. Nikki has not won any Grammys at all. Damn. That's She's had nice. 10 nominations, but no winning. I feel like Nikki should at least have 
I don't know if I'm going to say a Grammy. She should definitely mm-hmm. receive the award. I think that she is... Uh, yeah. she, no, I'm going to say at her peak. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, at her peak, definitely. Now, I'm not even a Nicki fan. Okay. But I will give her her props. But Cardi, to me, um, transcended because obviously she's doing mainstream hip-hop. And then mm-hmm. she did that track with the salsa. Not the yeah, salsa yeah, guy, she, but uh, um, Bad, Bad Bunny. Yeah, Bad, Bad Bunny. Bunny. Well, yeah. Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny, whatever. <laughs> we talking but, um, when he, she did that track, that hit a whole new circuit. Definitely. And so that's the smart thing that she did that mm-hmm. I think Nikki did not do. Now, she had a track with Egyptian or something like that. Yep. But I think that um, Cardi can do both audiences. And Definitely. so that's why probably she has that Grammy. Definitely, yeah. she uh, Her performance was amazing. Like, everything was real good. Um, mm-hmm. And actually, speaking of which, like, so when Cardi won, mm-hmm. um, I'm not sure who controls BET's Twitter or their social media. But someone tweeted, um, they, t- they tweeted a picture of Cardi and was like, you know, congratulations. And then it was like, meanwhile, Nikki is uh, getting dragged by her lace front. Oh. Yeah. And, right. And so Nikki was like, oh, okay, Young Money and Nicki Minaj will not be at the BET Experience. Summer tour dates dropping soon. I was like, "Woo, well, of, damn!" A lot, of, a lot of bombs dropped. Yeah, Not yeah. Thing. Now, Young Money. I Not mean, playing. is that Young Money with Wayne, or is that just you know? Because that <laughs> well, couple I mean, albums who, good. Yeah, like gutter gutter. Gutter gutter. Ain't nobody buy nothing he made. And, yeah. and no <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe love and hip hop world were right. I yeah, that. I remember when they first came out. So yeah, but they're. Um, yeah, so so that's the tea on that. Okay. Um, but big shout out to Cardi. Big shout out to Childish hey, Gambino. Oh wow. Yeah, because Childish he won um, song and record of the year for This Is America. Well, I think which that is amazing. I think that that also transcended a lot of because mm-hmm. it had a lot of stuff. It was the song was hot. The song you was know. dope. Plus. It was uh, a very, it was right at the right time, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of racial epithets, is that Mm -hmm. the word? But anyway, um, it was so much that was a theme, like an underlying theme in that video. So I think that really, for me, stood out. Because before, I would hear a little Childish Game video on a song here and there. I wouldn't wouldn't say I would be a a hardcore fan. Oh, you gotta check him out. But, I know, I know he's dope. But um, that video really stood out and that song stood out for me. Definitely, yeah. I was was happy to see that. He wasn't there to accept the award, but big shout out to Childish. Um... Diana Ross, she did her thing. She, uh, they didn't present her with an award, but it was How's like she, look? a, she looks good. She's turning seventy five. I've never uh, seen anybody in my life. Pharrell 70. and Diana, Diana Ross have <laughs> the formula for you. Okay, where are these people like in their backyard? Don't age at all. Like at I'm all. like God dang. Looks amazing. It was like she she sounded amazing. Wow. Her grandson like introduced her, and he spoke. Very like eloquently, like I was surprised. Yeah, that's a whole, that's a whole new. If you get in that that gene pool, like you'll look young forever. Okay, <laughs> right. Because <laughs> you know Tracy Ellis Ross, she Man, Tracy She's Ellis Ross did it several times, <laughs> on and off the record. Okay, <laughs> if you're out there. Jaja's he's he's looking for you, Tracy. Um so everybody was kinda like in uproar because J Lo did a Motown tribute. Uh she, I mean I like J you know, I, I really like J Lo. Um performer wise, she's amazing. Yeah, I would give her performer wise. I mean like, she, she she's she a body is that. still right. 
Yeah, but definitely. Singer, no. <laughs> right? I don't really want to go there. Like, now, I will say, for her? I will say <laughs> she has had several hits. I mean, you oh, know, yes. um, she's done with LL Cool J. Um, um, this little song he was outside. He had the fur on. Uh, <laughs> baby, don't go. <laughs> Remember that joke? I Baby, do. don't go. I do. <laughs> but I, one of my favorite songs is Get Right. I'm about to sign you up. We can get right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Little jams. Like, like, you know, you be yeah, a girl, you she be ah. Waiting for tonight. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to give it to J-Lo. But Definitely. I didn't, you know, I wouldn't say she's a singer-singer. Like, yeah, that's she, all. She's a good harmonizer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she can go with it. She can it. go with yeah. it. But, um, oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, they could have, I mean, they brought Neo out there. He added on to the Motown tribute. But I was like, yeah, they definitely could have. How did Neo look? <laughs> you, know, you know, he had a hat on to cover that head, yeah, but <laughs> he would like me, yo. He don't give him that hat. Never. Okay. Never. Okay. The hat stays on. But it was good. And then you had Fantasia, Yolanda Adams, and oh Andre Day gosh, bring it down with so the Aretha good. tribute. Good God almighty. Like, Fantasia, Fantasia, I would trade in some good chips for Fantasia. <laughs> some good I'm, chips? I'm going to play some What's good it? chips. You know what I'm saying? Fantasia looks amazing. Yes. Look that. That was you the can best still sing her ass Oh my god. Fantasia, I pay top dollar for them seats. Okay. Yeah, and you just see, you don't even like concerts. I don't even you... like concerts, and I would damn sure go to Fantasia <laughs> concert. Yes. Oh my god. That girl built, man. She built like a Ford. Good God Almighty. <laughs> built tough. I cannot. She's going to be laughing the whole, the whole show. The whole time. Yeah. I'm going to try to contain myself. You're hilarious. But, but yeah, but it was really good. Like, it was a great show. It was long AF, so just imagine with oh, yeah, Alicia yeah. Keys being dry. But it was a good, it was a good show. Okay. Like overall, like are we gonna let Alicia come back after this? Are is she gonna? Well, I <clears throat> my whole thing, I was just like, well, when is Alicia gonna come back with music? Period. Like she should have started off like either the Nickelodeon Slime Awards, and then if she work her way. <laughs> If she work her way up, right? And get to the Grammy because Grammy, we can't just give you the Grammys. Like you got to work your way up. That's what I'm saying. You ain't been on like, stage in a while, you know. Yeah, you haven't been on in a very, very long very time. Long time. Very, you know very long time. You got to go back to host Apollo, then work your way up to the Grammys. <laughs> yeah, right. Like Steve Harvey did. That's right. Yeah, Steve, Steve Harvey was on Apollo. People just think. Steve Harvey just got his. Steve Harvey used to be on Apollo yes, hosting Apollo. Which was really good. I liked him on yeah, Apollo. Yeah, Then you work your way up to bigger stages. Right. You get, then you, you get, get family the Grammys. Feud, oh, no. Then you yeah. Nah, ain't nobody checking for you. Yeah, I think it was because like, she has like 15 Grammys or something like well, that. Well, that's maybe, good. But Congratulations. We should have gave it to Keisha Cole. Keisha Cole would have kept us laughing. <laughs> At least. Had her whole family there. <laughs> no, Frankie, please. Frankie, no. Frankie. <laughs> Frankie, Frankie, please sit down. Come on, Keisha. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm, done. I'm, I'm going too far. I'm <laughs> so, what are you? What are your thoughts about? Um, so, you know, Virginia, right now, uh, they locking with- everybody up. Every- <laughs> <laughs> this is a PSA. If you got anything, if you got anything on your Black Planet page, oh my it god, it better be deleted. Well, they, the- locking, they locking niggas up left and right. Who is it? The Lieutenant Governor and just like all the officials who are they caught in scandals. Up. Me Too movement is on and popping. <laughs> They're going down. If you wore any face, white face, blue face, black face, you get <laughs> locked up. But you know he's not stepping down. 
Oh, he gonna, he gonna, he's they gonna, not, they gonna, they, they gonna step he's not down. Resigning. He, yeah, well, that's fine. They'll take that title <laughs> and strip them out immediately. They locking everybody up. In yeah. Virginia. So what's like, what's your views on that? Like, even though it was, you know, they were in college. White people when do this black- all the time. This is nothing new. White mm. people have done this for years. Yeah. You know, and uh, and 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 the real the real thing about it is that. We support brands. They do it. We support white people. Right, I mean, you know, that whole Gucci. At the end of the day, a lot of the white, you know, black people make fun of white people. White people make fun of black people. Not mm. saying it's right. Not saying it's correct. Not right. saying you know it's politically you know correct. But um, if you, I mean, when you run for office, they're gonna dig deep. Oh, they're gonna dig yeah. deep. They're calling your great grandmother. Okay. And seeing what you your did. Your first grade, your kindergarten. Right. <laughs> right. Like, you everybody. gotta be ready. And people are hating. They mm-hmm. hating at all times. You and if you get in politics and involved in politics, they pulling up your MySpace space, see if you who's on your top five. All of that. Uh, your bumble <laughs> account. So you better be ready. That's all I'm saying. So that's the truth. Yeah, that's very you know? true. I mean, I think I feel like he should step down. Just because of the situation. Like, first of all, he didn't even know if he was the one dressed up as the Klansman or the one in the blackface. Like, mm-hmm. how do you not know that? Yeah, but it's they, just... They don't recall. It's, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, recall. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But it's, it's just not a good look. Not a good situation. And it's on Black, and black History Month. They locking up everybody. All right. Yeah, it's like a lot of stuff is happening in Black History Month. Like, Jesus, we only got 28 they days. Got 28 like, days. They locking up Babas 24 huh. to 28 days. <laughs> <laughs> not to mention the whole Gucci situation. Oh, I hear about Gucci. So, oh, you talking about Gucci? Oh, the Gucci Gucci. Oh, yeah, no, with, Gucci man. Oh, uh, no, I Gucci man. Gucci man. He just came back. <laughs> Don't take him, Lord. <laughs> no, me and me and ten seventeen, we cool. They oh, love okay, over here. Good, yeah, good. I'm all with Gucci man. See, I don't wear none of that stuff. You know, these are the Neither. people that the pe- we need to be supporting black brands. How many? How many? How many black brands and black fashion uh, can we put on? We buying thousands of dollars of people that don't come back in the community, mm-hmm. don't support your community, mm-hmm. don't add value to the people. Mm-hmm. So, and people rocking it like, like unless, I mean, I can see if they cut you a check right. and you say, oh, I'm a sport You're this. a brand ambassador. You're a brand yeah. ambassador. Mm-hmm. But if you ain't getting cut a check, I'm not wearing that stuff, man. That was, that was my thing. Like, I was, so, because when it happened, of course, you know, celebrities they were they were making their say about it and you know saying how it was fucked up in which it is it was and you know it was like Montclair they had a a jacket that was you know had the sambo images on it and um also like Prada they had like a little keychain on their purse that was like the black face and like one thing that I was wondering I was like okay you're mad at Gucci now I get it but were like, why weren't you supporting black businesses before? Like Ti, for example, like on his page, right? He like he went off on on Gucci and Montclair and Prada mm-hmm. and and anyone else who was you know uh, doing the blackface thing, and um and then he started posting like black businesses, and I was like. Were you rocking these black businesses before, That's the or are you like trying to do it now that you see? Gucci and what you usually buy is fucking up. Well, you know see, what I mean? I kind of felt this some is, type of way. This is the thing. These people are far removed from the hood. They far removed from uh, black people in general. Mm. Um, they live in L.A. behind gates, behind walls, whatever you want to call it. Mm. Most celebrities. Not yeah. saying all. Yeah. But these people are not supporting 
black businesses to to my knowledge right. where I see them sporting a lot of the brands. I mean, a lot of these black brands look better <laughs> than the ones that are being offered. Right. I can name two brands right now. Eat, you know, all homage. Local DC yeah, brand. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, what's the HBCU one? Cultured Savage. Culture Shout out Savage. to my man's uh, Big A, That's Alfred right. Wood. Yeah. Spurgo, my little kid, 13, he up in uh, Philly. Mm-hmm. So again, we need it. Why are we not supporting those brands? That's what I'm saying. Like, you could, like you were saying, you could give back to the community. You could put black people on. If, like, do you know how many people would, even my homeboy Tobias with Urban Argyle, mm. HBCU grad, That's like, it. how many people, like, if you, if T.I. just puts on a sweatshirt. That's what I'm saying. You know, so yeah. instead, of, instead of us getting mad at Gucci, Let's definitely not buy it mm-hmm. because the stuff is overpriced anyway. <laughs> Number one. And it looks terrible. And, it, <laughs> and and again, you got they ain't got no cultural people that's looking at these brands. What happened to H&M last year? Remember the little monkey boy? Oh, yeah, yeah. And everybody stopped talking. People still are H&M. So, again, we need our black women mm-hmm. to stop buying that stuff. Stop buying. If it's not a black-owned fashionable line mm-hmm. you don't need to support it wear yeah. some regular go to Walmart wear some regular clothes mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> saying like spend thousands of dollars they don't have none of you and they, I don't never see when I go out to my community uh, Gucci sponsored event right. for black people Right. I don't never see Louis Vuitton handing out sandwiches to the homeless Yeah. so I'm not going to support them wear black affluence we got t-shirts $10 two, two for 20 if I like you <laughs> Info. And there right. it is. I feel you. That's I right. feel you though. So who knows what's gonna come after that? I mean, very well next month they could all be back wearing Gucci and and all that's, those that's you know, and everything else. But but we shall see. But the moment that we have all been waiting for. Oh buddy. Oh yes. We are talking dating and relationships. We're gonna get into it. Oh, let's get into it. Now I'm dropping fire. <laughs> now dating is it's, it is different okay. now. Um, so I guess my first question, well, for more of you, like, what made you become a dating coach? Like, get into so, this um, business. So, you know, I really wanted to give my two cents into mm-hmm. my observations as a man uh, living in D.C. Mm-hmm. and Maryland and DMV for so long. Yeah. Um, and I really think I have a unique story that's shared by many people, uh, especially men. But um, as a black man, you are, you're given this story, you know, you're given this, um, you know, this kind of expectation. Mm-hmm. And so the long and short of it is, and I'm going to tell you how I got the dating coach, yeah. is that I struggled as a teenager when I was in high school because I was a nerd. I was academic. Mm-hmm. I was in my books. Yeah. I had a very hard time not only making friends, but also um, going on a date. I didn't know the process, you yeah. know, because um, nobody, nobody tells you that. At least my parents didn't say anything <laughs> right, <about> yeah. <laughs> it. So um, I didn't know. I was very socially awkward, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So that turned into frustration, trying to understand how women thought and worked and, you know, and, and what was my style. Mm-hmm. Um, because I saw some of the guys in my class very good with women, very, uh, able to talk, very comfortable with them, mm-hmm. um, going on dates, having sex, in relationships, all the things that a normal teenager wants. Mm-hmm. Now, the 
unfortunate part is that most teenagers at that age are thinking totally different. You think totally different as a teenager than you do now because you're right. matured. You're out there. Yeah. So what you're looking for as a teenager is definitely much different, most likely, than mm-hmm. what you're looking for now. Yeah. And so at the time, um, nerds just weren't promoted. Mm-hmm. You weren't winning. Like, you're a nerd. That's true. If you like, did, yeah, if you're not playing not school. Not a job. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You didn't have a nice car or mm-hmm. nice clothes. Then you were demoted on the social ladder of mm-hmm. life. And so that's what happened to me. Um, I was in a place of depression for mm-hmm. a week because I didn't go out. I was a church boy. Um, and I just felt so, so, so socially awkward, mm-hmm. you know. And so the guys that are around me were also chill, nerdy in a ways. And so um, I didn't really have a mentor to show me how to be smooth. And yeah. and I had I, I was looking outside of myself. Mm-hmm. And so for years, it took a, a very long time to feel comfortable um, to be on a date and ask women out and approach and all these other things that come with dating. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, then, and then, like I said, within the last two to three years, I started to get very comfortable within myself. And I found that what I was looking for in other guys, I really had in myself mm. because of the confidence, you know, issue. Yeah. Um, and so now, like this past year, I was like, well, you know, this journey has been so amazing. I wanted to share my experiences with the world. Um, things that work for me and my observations and my two cents because, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, Steve Harvey is great. You know, he dropped a couple nuggets in his book, and mm-hmm. no shade to him. Um, but dating for me was a different process. You mm-hmm. know, I learned so much about myself. I learned I, that I had so much to offer the world. Yeah. And when I found my own happiness, I realized the things that I wanted changed in my life. And so that came to be this past year when I saw other people doing dating coaching and talking about their experiences, I said, you know what? I can do this. Right. And I wanted to share, you know, my story. So I've always been an author, always Uh wrote, uh, I used to write poetry. Okay. And so Jaja Kobina is my, my, my stage name for my uh, spoken word. And so, uh, I decided to write a book. I said, you know, I want my thoughts, my observations. And the the book is a tell all it's juicy. It's, (laughs) we're getting all in. Yes. It's going to get real crazy. Uh Winning from the friend zone. Winning from the friend zone. And so most people think the book is about being in the friend zone. Mm. Well, it is mentioned in the book. It is mentioned in the book. Um, and it's mentioned, um, but really the book is about, using the people around you and your experiences Hmm. with the people around you in shaping your dating success. Because I've learned from some of the best guys, well, good guy friends of mine, Mm -hmm. different things and different different females I've learned from. Mm -hmm. You know, how to date, how to approach, how to um, communicate. And so that's what the book is about. Uh, one part, the, actually, the the opening of the book, mm-hmm. I go into the story of, and I use her real name, um, but the story of Alicia. She was a girl who went to my school. Mm-hmm. I had a crush on her. And so for almost the whole year, I didn't say anything to her Why? in terms of my feelings for her. Um, which developed over the you know the, the relationship. Now, um, were you like nervous to speak to her? Or I just, just think like that, that I was definitely thing? nervous because I thought, you know, I thought... I'm still socially awkward right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have much confidence in myself. Okay. I, 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 she was, you know, running track. She was on this team and that team. Mm-hmm. And 
her body was awesome. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, but I put her on this pedestal. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I never said anything to her about my intentions, but she was feeling me. You know, when I reflect back on it, you know, she would, you know, we just sit together, talk, a little bit at a hand, yeah. rubbing. So you weren't so catching the signs. I was, I was, you know, I wasn't catching this. I was catching the signs, but it just wasn't, I wasn't acting on, on the, the signs. signs. Okay. And so I was so scared and nervous that I'd mess it up, you mm-hmm. know, or I'd lose her as a friend or I'd be... You know, or she, you know, be like, oh, I don't like you. And, and that would be the end of me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I never said anything to her. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so finally, when I get the courage and the confidence to talk to her, we were by the lockers. And as I well, as I was approaching her locker, um, I was like, you know, this is a day. You know, I'm, I'm confident. I'm talking myself up. I said, I'm going to ask her out. Mm-hmm. And I just saw this picture and this vision in my head. You know, I'm, she's going to be my girlfriend, and we're going to kiss, and, you know, mm-hmm. everything yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. And the football player's name was Howard. He had started talking to her. And and literally, it was the same day. And, and I saw them, like, I saw them from afar down the hallway. And, you know, he's talking to her, and she's laughing and giggling. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, I knew that day I lost her. Like, I lost. Yeah. And so, but that was the turning point to start winning from the friend zone because I never wanted to experience that feeling of having that opportunity mm-hmm. and not taking advantage of it Yeah, because I thought something might happen that never may have not happened. Right. Um, and so again, I told her after that year, I had to watch them dating in high school, <laughs> which was terrible. Yeah. Um, cause I told it's her like, that's, I felt. that's right. That's right. <laughs> I told her, I ended up telling her how I felt. And, mm-hmm. and so her response was like, yo, I was feeling you too. But I never knew about it. Mm. And so I knew that take not taking opportunities in life, even yeah. in relationships, can be a huge loss. Yeah. Because, again, you know, you can't move forward. You can't grow if you don't take a risk. Definitely. And with, like, with that being said, do you feel that, uh, like, when it comes to, like, women who go for what they want. Like, do you feel like they, like, women get a bad connotation? Like, women who are like, you know, oh, I want to propose to him, or I want to go and ask him on a date. Like, do you feel that that's a bad thing? It's or all, I mean, you know, there are always labels in mm. dating. You know, if women do this, oh, they're this. If mm-hmm. men do this, oh, they're this. Yeah. I think that people get comfortable with labels, mm. you know. Um, I personally... Um, have experienced women coming up to me and saying, hey, you're attractive. Can I get your number? And yeah. it throws me off. Because, really? you know, as a man, I've been taught to pursue. Mm-hmm. And so when someone does something out of the ordinary, yeah, it makes me be like, yo. like, But it also makes me pay attention. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, wow, she's bold enough. She has enough confidence to speak her mind. So I actually res- end up respecting you. Because, yeah. like, you know, you said something. And I know where you stand. So, you know, uh, I, I personally, yeah, you're going to be labeled. You're definitely yeah. going to be labeled because for women to take action and to speak their mind, that's mm-hmm. considered, oh, you're this. Right. Oh, you're, you know, uh, you're alpha female or whatever. You know, they have tons of names for it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, me personally, I say, look, if you have an opportunity to speak to someone that you believe you ha- you can have a great rapport with, mm-hmm. let people know where you stand. The best way is communication. But Definitely. we're so scared of truth. We, yeah. we You know, we'd rather sit in comfort mm-hmm. and never grow. So that was my biggest learning lesson, and which I also can apply to this. If you're mm-hmm. attracted to a guy, and hey, if you can get somebody better than me, <coughs> you, better, you better move. 
Go ahead. You try. better move. That's right. <laughs> now, speaking of, uh, you just you recently spoke on being attractive and being attracted. Yeah. To someone. Two different things. Two terms. So, what's the difference between? So, the two? there's a difference between being attracted and being of uh, someone being attractive, and then they're also synonymous, mm. which is an amazing thing. And kind of, I've kind of reflected on this. Um, going out dating, I yeah. see I see women all the time. Look amazing, very attractive. You go to Park at 14th, the lounges right. out here, mm-hmm. very all attractive, done shape up. done up. The weave sitting right. <laughs> lace front lace tag front down. Tag, the eyebrows <laughs> looking right. But when I have a chance, because I'm an intellectual, or mm-hmm. they call it a sapiosexual. So okay. I'm very, I get I get turned on by intellect. Oh. And so, um, so looks only get so far for me. And as mm-hmm. I've grown, I've seen that attraction physically has lowered for me. So mm-hmm. even if you really sexually attractive or I'm saying very sexually uh, sexually attracted to you yeah if I have no uh, intellectual stimulation then it goes nowhere that's not gonna work because 70% of you know your rating for me Mm -hmm. or your attraction to me um, is intellect Mm-hmm. And so I need to be able to discuss, have a dialogue, and to feel comfortable around you to mm-hmm. see where your mind is at. That's the most attractive thing to me. Um, and so being attracted to the person is different from being or someone being attracted mm-hmm. physically. And so that's something I had to learn, that I met the most beautiful women who've been the most dullest of people. Mm. Yeah, and you so, can't get too far with that. I met the most amazing women mm-hmm. that I'm emotionally connected with, but are not the most physically attractive. Mm-hmm. And then, from time to time, I meet a physically attractive and emotionally connective person. Mm-hmm. And so, there's a difference. You know, um, a lot of times I have, uh, you know, uh, female friends and they'll tell me, oh, uh, this guy, he, he looks, oh, he's just my type, muscles ripped up, abs. Uh-huh. And there's a friend of mine who actually told me this story. It, it was a mutual friend. Mm-hmm. And her name is, uh, her name is Kim. And I just, uh, the guy that she was attracted to, I'll use another name. Her, <laughs> his name was Thomas. Uh-huh. And so, Thomas was a good friend of mine from high school and, um, you also know Kim. Okay. And Kim and Thomas went out, and mm-hmm. Kim was like, yo, this guy's attractive. He has a little dimple cheeks or whatever y'all are talking about. Um, uh, I don't you know, know what that is. I don't know what that is. I just, you know. <laughs> Maybe anyway, dimples, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. So, anyway, they go out, mm-hmm. and uh, now I know the guy to be a very sharp guy, you mm-hmm. know, very handsome, handsome guy. So, he's usually sought after, yeah. you know, if we go out, they were like, oh, who are you? what's your name? I'm like, Jaja Dell. Ooh, your friend. Watch out. <laughs> but, like, but, but him. That's right, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, they go out, and she's like, yo, that was the most boring date wow. I've ever been on. Like, I didn't know he was that boring. And it was so interesting to me that, and she's like, I've really felt no emotional connection. So mm-hmm. there is a difference between the two. And then there's a similarity, or they're also synonymous, yeah. which is which is very amazing to me. Do you feel that, like, especially now, you know, with Instagram models and, and you know... Uh, superficial. Superficial, yeah. Do you feel that that gets that is in the way of dating? That is one of the biggest things. See, this is the, this is the problem I have. It's people live in this social media world where they yeah. never connect with mm-hmm. people. That's the problem. It's nothing wrong if you're attractive and you want to show off your body and you have nice clothes. And these things are great. Right. I'm never going to take 
I would look away if, if you're young and twerking or something. And she got, <laughs> and she got the goods. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a limit to that. And as yeah. I get older as a man, I have less of an attraction to that mm-hmm. and more of an emotional connection that's needed for me to yeah. really feel you. Mm-hmm. And so, so many people are caught up on the superficial. Yeah. They don't know who they are. They're lost in who they are. And they wear, they're where I used to be. Because I didn't, I didn't know who I was. Mm-hmm. I was trying to play different parts and act out different characters, yeah. and really realize that the best character I could be is myself. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know who I was. Right. So I, it was a process for me to learn myself, mm-hmm. learn things I like to do, learn the places I like to go, learn a type of movies. I went to the movies by myself. Self dating. I love self dating. And if we're not self dating, then again we're lost yeah. because so many people. I've been on so many dates. I went on a date recently, um, a couple months ago, yeah. and this girl, very attractive. We talked over the DM. Mm-hmm. I mean, you. I'm like, oh, she's amazing. This girl's hot. You know what I'm saying? So we go out. I pick her up. Say we're gonna go to a bar, nice little Mexican spot mm-hmm. um, around my way. So she gets in, and from the time she gets in, she's on her phone. That's major for me. Like, yeah, I want to talk I agree. and discuss. I agree. I so agree. I didn't even say anything to her about the being on the phone issue. Already a red flag. So I'm talking about how's her day. You know, questions. Yeah. I'm asking them to see who she is as a person. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you know, that very one-word answers. Never asked me about how I was. There's mm-hmm. no connection. So yeah. even though you look attractive, there's no connection. I'm yeah. not intellectually stimulated. Right. You're 22. You don't know who you are. You know, you think your job makes you. You think your looks makes you. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make you. I need more. Yeah. Tell me what you want to do in five years. Tell me what your vision is for your life. Mm-hmm. Tell me how you want to build your company. Those are the things that we have to be concerned about. So is that like, so being on your phone, that's one of your pet peeves while, pet while peeves sure. out on a date. Like, what's some other things that you should not do? <laughs> well, I believe that if you're going to go out on mm-hmm. a date, the, the common things I find that are very unattractive to me is mm-hmm. not being open to other things. Yeah. Oh, we can't go out pop bottles. I don't bottle pop. You know what I'm saying? Like, I go to the museum. I go to the yeah, art gallery. Yeah. And so what I find, in my personal opinion, and maybe it could, and it could also be the, the places I've been, mm-hmm. but some of the women that I've taken out are so shallow. Mm. So shallow. Oh, you can't walk to the restaurant two blocks away? Oh, drop me off. Like, there's this air of I-O-U. You know what I'm saying? There's this air of superiority, and mm-hmm. you're supposed to be have a man uh, chariot you to different places. Yeah. So the lack of open mindedness. You know, I had a I actually have a dating group, so I have a dating group. Okay. Member, and so uh, we have about 100 members, and so uh, I was at the table. We went out this past weekend and um, for this girl's birthday, mm-hmm. and I was at the table. I was just trying to understand what her perspective was. She said she went out on a date. The guy was a, a doctor, anesthesiologist, you know, 200, okay. 300 grand a year. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So the guy took her on a date. They went out to the bar. He paid his tab and she and, paid her own tab. Oh, so her wait, comment, wait, wait. Her comment, hold on. Her comment was, oh, I thought he was going to pay my tab. Yeah, because he, he invited me out. I said, okay, <laughs> I understand that. Uh-huh. 
But I said, what? I said, you're missing. I said, well, how was the day? Oh, uh, it was really fun. I actually connected with him. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to go out with him again. I said, why? Oh, he's cheap. Well, I said, this is my thing. <laughs> no, I said, this is my thing. If I enjoy the person's time, mm-hmm. I said, he might be testing you. Because I said, if if I told you I made 200 grand, your expectation. Right, it's for me to pay. I'm going to go to Roof, Roof Chris. And mm-hmm. she's like, yeah, I go to, I go here, I go there, I pop bottles, I got $90 tab. See, you're thinking, it's always me. Mm-hmm. It's always me. You're mm-hmm. not open-minded. You're not enjoying the experience to get to know the person. Yeah. So for me, that those type of things stand out. There's a lot of shallowness here. So much shallowness. People are so closed-minded. Um, maybe because they don't travel. Uh, maybe because they they never been and done those type of things. Mm-hmm. I invited a girl out to go hiking. Let's go hiking. Oh, that's a cool that's day. That's free and it's fun. Yeah. I don't want to go to the bar all the time. Yeah. Let's enjoy each other outside in nature. That's something I like to do, but it's also something that you might like to do. Mm-hmm. So again, I be think that that's my biggest thing is being open minded. Some things you shouldn't do on a date. You know? Yeah. So. But, I mean, I, I, I do understand where she's coming from. Because usually when someone asks you out on a date, like, you're expecting for them to treat. So, do you, like, how do you feel about, like, Dutch going Dutch? Paying I don't have half? a problem with going Dutch. I yeah. personally have been raised to, I think it's really also how, it's how you're raised mm-hmm. in your experiences. Um, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. I mean... I have personally, most times if I invite, I always pay. Mm-hmm. Because I, I truly believe that if I'm going to enjoy your company, and it's and $20, $30, okay. <laughs> I'm spending that on my normal food. So right. <laughs> if I'm enjoying your company, I personally normally pay. And I feel that the response normally goes better. Mm-hmm. Um, now, would you feel some type of way if she was like, oh, no, I got it? I like, would you me, feel like your, your manhood is tested? It, it, it does. Yeah, it, Why? I'm always, like, I'm always like, all right, all right, no, I got it. I got it. <laughs> One time I didn't have it, so I was like, oh. I was like, I got it. Go ahead, girl. But why is that? Like, why do men because feel that, you know, if, if a female pays for something or, you know, if she does something for you, you know, you feel, that I mean, it's 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 easy. It's it's a feeling that has been ingrained into you because mm-hmm. you're you're the provider, mm-hmm. and that's where you know most most people, most men and women have certain custom roles mm-hmm. that they play, and so your psychology is I'm the provider, and as the provider, um, in a way, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm going to take care of you, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so when a woman actually does that in a financial way, it kind of throws everything off. Just like when you said, if a woman came up to me, like, right. what's good with your number? Like, oh, I'm getting pursued. <laughs> like, it throws me off, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? So it's not a bad thing, but it just is like something different. Like, I I mean, I probably have one or two experiences like that mm-hmm. out of all my dating experiences. So if something like that happened, like, that's automatically going to be like, yo, like, this chick is Cool. So that it's also extra points too. Yeah, I'm gonna give her. I'm gonna give you points. Ah, I'm give okay, you points. okay. I'm like, hey, she flew me out. Yo, she flew me out. Whatever, she flew out. Flew out. I got flew out. I got flew out. So I got flew out. You know. Um, now, do you think that chivalry is dead? Like, are you still very chivalrous? Are you opening doors and and pulling out chairs, lighting a cigarette if she smokes? Oh wow! Help her <laughs> well, she smoked. Treat her like a lady. Cigarette. That was that was those those were lines from Treat Her Like a Lady. Temptations. Yes and no. 
Okay. So I do believe that there is an, um, uh, a degree of chivalry that should be applied. Mm-hmm. If it's raining outside and it's water, well, you better go around. I'm not taking my jacket off to throw it <laughs> around. But if you're going through the door first, uh-huh. I'll hold the door. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, what I have been is on dates... Um, and I've opened, I just want to see what she would do. Most mm-hmm. women, if I go around my car, open the door, like, I can get my own door. Like, I think that's corny to me. But holding a door mm-hmm. or, um, let's say she parks somewhere and you pull up her car, so, you know, certain things like that. Mm-hmm. It depends on the situation. Mm-hmm. Because what you don't want to be seen as is a lackey boy. Like, there's some women that like, oh, man, this dude pressed. Uh-huh. And that'll come off as... Um, a, I say I don't want to say beta, but a beta role. Like mm. you're like, oh, this this little lackey boy. I could just use him up. <laughs> yeah, certain things like I said, I'll, I'll take initiative. You know, opening doors I think is customary. Like mm-hmm. for a woman, if she's coming in or coming out, open the door. Not yeah. a big. It's not going. It's not anything crazy. But if I'm running out of my car to open your car door mm-hmm. on the first date, to me that's corny. To me, okay, so, that's a little too much. That's too much. You know, <laughs> like yo, I can just open my own door. Plus, yeah. my door don't work on the side. Like, <laughs> so you gotta jump laughing. to the back. and you gotta then jump get to the out. back, then get out. So, <laughs> yeah. But no, that's uh, there's certain there's certain levels to that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like I said. Paying the bill to me is a customary thing that that a gentleman would do, right? Um, as a man or alpha male, mm-hmm. um, I would I would not expect the woman to pay. So that there's certain yeah. degrees of that. Definitely. Taking your jacket off mm-hmm. for a puddle, that to me is kind of lame. Yeah, that's a bit much. Like if I if I was out and you know the person I'm out with, they took their jacket off and placed it over the puddle so I don't get like. Get your coat. <laughs> yeah, now you're your coat is much. wet. Right. You're doing too much. So, yeah. <laughs> now, with, um, now, how do you, like, what about online dating? Because, mm. I mean, I'm sure you have people come to you to seek advice. Oh, yeah, for you sure. You know, so online dating, because you have Bumble, which is more so for, like, the female. That's, like, geared towards females mm-hmm. where they're kind of in control. Yeah. And then you have, you know, Tinder and, and everything like that. So, how do you feel about that? Because that's, you know, people be lying. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, people gonna lie anyway. If, if they're gonna lie, they're gonna lie, and, I, and that and just comes with the the territory. So I feel personally that online dating is a very useful tool. Okay. Um, if you know how to use it, and mm-hmm. so uh, there's tons of apps, tons of you know we can go down a list. Yeah. Online dating is nothing new. We've had MySpace. You grew up with Black Planet, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So. That was the early version, right? You know, yeah. um, of just experiencing someone that could have or not in your area. Mm-hmm. So, um, for me personally, I've used online dating for my dating success. Um, okay. Now, every date has not been great, mm-hmm. but what I can say um, in the moment, those those situations and those experiences were really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I went on one date in particular, um, <laughs> so. I'm spilling everything. It was a good. It so, was a good date. It sounds yeah, like with that so, little laugh. Uh, well, no, no. Uh, she, I met her on Tinder. Okay. And so, um, and you know, Tinder at the time, the algorithm was different. So mm-hmm. normally you have more matches. Okay. So, um, and then they changed it. So this is like. Yeah, when now you got people just asking for threesomes it. and stuff. It's weird. Well, yeah, that's true. But, like, <laughs> the algorithm changed like one out of every, let's say, 500 you actually might match with and go out on a date with. Because mm-hmm. there's three parts. You know, at first I have to match with you. Second, the messaging has to go back. Right. Communication. Then finally then the go dating. Date. So, yes. Anyway, we went out and uh, I met her. I think she lived, She was from Delaware. And I met mm. her um, at a Ruby 
it was uh, Ray Robin. Okay. So we went out to Ray Robin, and the conversation was actually, it wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I'm like, oh man, I can't, I drove all the way out to Delaware for this girl, like, and yeah. I'm not about to get nothing. <laughs> so <laughs> and the date ends up we making out. So okay. it's like, so I'm like, well, cash out. Like at least I got something out. A of A little it. So, bit, yeah. Um, so but I've been on really fun dates, like mm-hmm. really random. Times. What's a fun? What's a fun date for you? Oh, fun date, just having a good time, good, yeah. uh, a good experience. Um, going out, being able to find that we have connections. Normally, it's going to be physical connections, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, connection nonetheless. True. So, uh, but you know, good experiences. Um, and like I said, I've for the most part, I've had really great times um, dating online. Mm-hmm. Uh, plenty of fish, Tinder. Um, I think a uh, they used to have Black Planet or Soul Planet or Soul Swipe or Soul Swipe. Oh, so okay. So yeah, okay. I used that before, and that's that's you know that's faded out, but they hmm. had a kind of peak. But. Now, like, with because with the physical connections now, because that can kind of get a little messy because it turns into a situationship. Like, me, for example, like, mm-hmm. it was a situationship for about five years. Like, oh, damn. Well, damn. Yeah. <laughs> was this from, yeah. a, was this from so, online? No, this wasn't from online. Oh. Well, actually, yeah, it was. Oh, okay. Like, we met um, mm-hmm. through Instagram oh, for, like, okay. sliding DMs was a thing. Like, met on Instagram, had that physical connection, mm-hmm. and that lasted, and it never became anything. So, do you feel that, like, situationships can mess up relationships and um, taking it to the next level? There's a there's a there's a time for situationships and mm-hmm. there's a time for relationships and mm-hmm. I think that you know you you know that time you know no one can tell you what that timing is yeah. you know sometimes we get into some beautiful situationships mm-hmm. where we're just physically attractive very attractive yeah. to the person and so I think that's fun that's fair um, have I been in a situationship yeah, yeah. <laughs> and had but, a great time in it yeah so, um, but at a certain season. You know, when we need definitely maybe some more emotional simulation or, you know, our thoughts and our behavior changes and right. our attitude about our life. And we need certain things and certain people in our life to take us to that next level. Mm-hmm. And so that will be the change in the relationship. You know, most times that happens where you find someone and you meet someone that's uh, right on along, you know, going along that journey with mm-hmm. you. And so it's happened to me where I've been sexually involved in with you know a certain person and uh, meet a different woman and like oh my god like i totally lost everything that right. i had for her exactly and i'm more in emotionally because emotional investment to me will always be worth more than physical connection definitely now if i can get both hand in hand then yeah but normally like i said someone who who really meets the criteria that you have mm-hmm. uh, for me at the time just speaking from past experiences you know, of course, I'm dating now, um, and and very having some good success right now. Good. But previously, good. it was my ex, and mm-hmm. so um, my ex at the time, I had just gotten out of a year relationship uh, with a virgin, and mm. so that was, and it wasn't, and it wasn't even a bad relationship. But it was the intellectual stimulation was uh, not right. where I needed it to be, and, and that's so, what you need personally, exactly. Yeah, and so as I understood that i was like damn man i ain't getting no sex so it's like a brother hungry over here <laughs> so you know i go to party you know you see that brother he ain't getting no sex while his lips is real right please. so you know what i'm saying so so anyway after that experience i was just like i was a whore 
I was mm. literally having sex as many times, like because it was because I hadn't had it in so long, right? You know, right? Um, and so, but then I met my ex, and so um, when I met my ex, uh, she changed everything for me because at the time mm. I wasn't looking for a relationship mm-hmm. or anything serious, and we lasted a year. You know what I'm saying? And that was one of the first times I ever felt close enough to. A traditional marriage mm-hmm. um, where I felt comfortable to wow. go in, you know, okay. even though I still was shunning it. I was like, ah, ah, get off me. <laughs> Not sure. But Not I, sure. I really felt um, it was an emotional investment because mm-hmm. I had someone who really understood, you know, where I was coming from and was growing with me and wanted some of the same things. Definitely and important. So, you know, I lost a lot of physical connections with previous partners and things mm-hmm. that I had. So. Now with um like when you because you know sometimes people they like hop from one relationship mm-hmm. to another. How important is it to take that break to go back to that self dating to be like okay like I don't think I think that we a lot of times people hop from different relationships mm-hmm. because they are scared to be lonely and I yeah. I spoke to a lot of uh <laughs> friends on this issue like there are a lot of people that don't know themselves and are scared mm-hmm. to to enjoy just by themselves yeah. and find their own happiness and I tell people all the time that you know some meeting someone does not make you happy that just adds to the happiness that you should have already mm. and so that was kind of a you know something that I I live my life by like I'm already happy whether I'm with someone or not mm-hmm. but again if I meet someone or when I meet that right person mm-hmm. you know or right people <laughs> then <laughs> I, they add to my happiness in my life already. And so that, for me, is a saying I live by. I believe self-dating is one of the biggest and most crucial things of why um, I feel like my dating life has been more successful. Mm. Uh, it's because I don't mind going out by myself and yeah. having a good time. Now, do of course, I want do I want company from time to time? Yeah, of course. Like any, any normal person. Yeah. But I don't mind being alone. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's an article that was in the... Washington, I think it was Examiner or The Post, Mm -hmm. and I read it and it was talking about single people that had uh, spent their life being single and never got married and, you know, and these people were some of the happiest people um, because, again, they they found their place of happiness Mm -hmm. and they're not looking for other people to make them happy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely got to be happy and true with yourself first. Exactly. I know with me personally, like, getting into a relationship, just got to take it a day at a time and then, you know, when it's not... Have, when you're not happy anymore, mm-hmm. that's kind of like when when you have to remove yourself and like okay, back that's to it. the drawing board. So you're like, dating now, or you're not dating. Well, I am dating now. Okay, yeah, right. yeah, I am right. dating Spill now. Spill that tea. Spill that tea. <laughs> <laughs> she don't yes. spill it, y'all. <laughs> I'm dating now. We 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 go out a lot, which oh, which okay. I do like because in previous relationships, it was like we would go out every once in a while. Okay, but I feel that like with um, each time. That I go out with the person that I'm seeing now, it's always something different. Like, we're mm-hmm. always doing something different. Like, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's a poetry slam or, you know, yeah, you know, if we're um, going to, you know, even going to, to hookah, That's going good. to dance. That's like, good. I love dancing. So, That's you know, good. just getting to learn more about each other. Um, so, I do feel like dating is is definitely important because it's, it's a part of that learning and also... Uh, Learning, getting to know that person, and then also like figuring out the things that they like to do, like you said with hiking. So you know what I mean, like going out. So are you seeking marriage? Are you just kind of like playing it by ear? Or well, I'm playing it by ear and taking it day by day because 
don't want to spill that tea. Y'all. <laughs> Landed by ear and taking it day by day, you know. Um, but I I haven't looked into marriage yet, like because we've only been seeing each other since about like November. So oh, it's yeah, still pretty fresh. Yeah, yeah it's still pretty fun. fresh. And see, what I like about that answer mm-hmm. is that is to me the best answer. Yeah, you know, I think that there's nothing wrong with having a a goal or mm-hmm. plan, um, but I don't think you can necessarily plan love. Right. And so right. Um, a lot of times I hear women say, "Oh well." The next two years, I better be married with kids, and <laughs> right. you can't plan that. Mm-hmm. Like you know, there's there those are goals, but uh, that's a that's a very unique category because again, things when you're when you're on your journey, you know, it's amazing how the universe, if you want to call him God, Allah, Jesus, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call him, yeah, the universe aligns just with what you need at the right time. Indeed. And so I I truly believe that. Um, to find that that soulmate or mates, mm-hmm. um, you need to be on your journey of happiness, and you need to be focused on yourself um, and having fun. Like so many yes. people, women, women. I would say the only way, the only thing I say about women that are a little bit different is that they have the biological clock. So mm-hmm. they're like right. biologically, they're like, yeah, I gotta, gotta hurry up, gotta hurry I gotta up. Get on this, I, I gotta get I on this. <laughs> yeah, I don't fault them for that. But mm-hmm. again, you cannot rush love. It has to be organic. It has to be true for it to be successful and long. Like definitely, I look at my parents who've been married for uh, thirty years. Wow! And and I was like, what is it? You know, what is their secret? You know, without them telling me. And mm-hmm. I really think it, it it was organic. You know, my dad's almost twenty years older than my mother, and okay. so um, that caused a lot of friction at the time. Mm-hmm. It was like, damn, it's R. Kelly. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but um, but um. It's it, it when they were apart, they had a year of separation, um, one year, and mm. they were so miserable because mm. again, they've they've spent their life, they're they're, they're they're matched, yeah, and, and everything is is where it's supposed to be. And like, you know, of course, they have their issues from time to time, but they're evenly yoked, yeah. And so, I think that again, my mother didn't try to rush anything, my dad didn't try to rush anything, everything happened at the right place and time. So. Definitely. That's definitely important. Now, uh, so what advice could you give uh, right now to someone who is dating mm-hmm. or, you know, they may be dating themselves, maybe dating someone else, but mm-hmm. like what's just a general advice that, that you could give them? So, there's, I mean, tons of advice. I mean, if you're dating um, and let's say you're experiencing frustration mm-hmm. because you're not meeting the knight in shining armor or yeah. your you know your guy who has uh, not found the perfect one mm-hmm. I say switch your attitude be mm-hmm. optimistic and it's easier said than done sometimes but you have to come in the the fashion of let me have fun let me enjoy myself let me do some things I wanted to do anyway and I'll you know ask the person to accompany me yeah and so over time what that does is that you become your own light. I think that a lot of times we get frustrated in the process because it's not working when we want it. Yeah. When, right now, right now. <laughs> and it's not going to work like that. Organic love and organic chemistry does not come when you want it to come. True. It comes when the universe and you're aligned with the universe in your own happiness. Mm-hmm. So I say switch the frustration into uh, opti- uh, optimi- optimism. I was going mm-hmm. Optimism. Mm-hmm. And so really start thinking about how awesome is my life. Um, look at this amazing person. I can find the good in every woman, even if I didn't click with them emotionally, or even if I found them unattractive over right. over a long time. Uh, I click. I find the good in every and experiences in everybody. And so, 
I don't go on dates uh, or after dates. I'm not frustrated, even if we didn't click. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, my whole mindset is the next one will work out. Yeah. You know, and so I don't, I don't, I don't hone in and I don't stay in unhappiness. So that's my one of my biggest pieces of advice. Is um, my my next one would be is get out of your your settings. So get out of your state of normalcy. Mm. You know, um, I was speaking actually to my ex about this. We become great friends, mm. and she was telling me about a guy she was dating um, or had started online dating with, mm-hmm. and it just didn't work out. So she was scared to kind of get back in right, and, and try it again. I said, like, try it again. I said, find different uh, meetup groups, Eventbrite, um, um, GroupMe, yeah. tons of people that might share the same interests and passions that you already have. Get out there, enjoy yourself, find that happiness, be around these type of people in that type of uh, collaboration. Mm-hmm. Um, because what happens is, is if they already share some similarities and you're in the group, you're participating or you know, going like my group me, mm-hmm. we go out, tons of singles in the group. And everybody like each other, you know, on the yeah, low and right, stuff like right. that. <laughs> but again, we're all having fun. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We're all having a good time. And I'm seeing people in different lights, interacting different ways. And I'm finding that, oh, I'm attracted to this person because, oh, look, at that. I didn't know this about her. Mm-hmm. And so I had to get out of my comfort zone of just going out by myself sometimes and start participating in meetup groups that share the same interests mm-hmm. or creating like uh, the group me that I have. I created that group me. And so um, I wanted people that fit a certain profile. Mm-hmm. And so, again, when we go out, we go out to the movies, 20, 30 of us, yeah. and we have a good time. And so that's that's my biggest piece of advice. And the last one is be open-minded, you know. Definitely. Try some new things. And that's... That's what's probably holding you back from the dating success. Mm-hmm. Try some new things. Stop popping the bottles all the time. Stop <laughs> being the same type of chicks yeah. or, or, or guys. Mm-hmm. Get out of get out of that and try some new things. And when you try some new things around different people, you'll find that your interest or connections are made that you never thought possible. So those are the three things I would suggest. Nice. Well, I hope you wrote those down. Better. Okay. Sorry for it if you call me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, Jaja, I definitely appreciate you coming by mm. the Sparks and Ports podcast and dropping these gems. You know, I'm I'm still dating myself, so okay. I took down All my right. mental notes. Right. Okay, <laughs> you know, and definitely going to apply them. <laughs> But for those who are, you know, who are interested in joining your group me, interested right. in getting more information, and then also we're going to be looking out for that book too. Oh, buddy. As well. It's yes. going, like I said, I'm, I, I was nervous Winning at in the first. Friend zone. Winning and the friend zone is a tell-all book. Yes. I can't express it enough. Every single story in there is true. There's nothing fabricated. It's probably going to get me in trouble, but oh well. So be <laughs> right. like to tell the story. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm on, I, first of all, pleasure. Uh, amazing. I'm so humbled, like, to be on Yes, show. this was great. Um, this was great. Kind of I knew it was great. Oh, yes. you already knew. You already yeah. knew. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, <laughs> you can find me on any social media, pretty much. Uh, Jaja Kobina, J A J A K O B I N A. On Instagram is probably my major or my my first platform that I use the most. Okay. Um, but yeah, definitely hit me on there. I'm very open. Uh, shoot you my number. If you can't find me there, Black Affluence is the other way to find me. Awesome. Yeah. Well, we're definitely going to be looking out for you. Thank you so much for oh, stopping man. by the Sparks One Sports Podcast. And you're definitely going to come back as well when the book drops and oh, for buddy. Black Affluence, too. Thank you so much. Man. All of Shout that. Shout out yes. to Delisa Dup. Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Let's go, man. Y'all stay safe.
So make sure you follow us at Sparks and Pours, regular spelling. And then follow me, the host and the creator of the Sparks and Pours podcast, Jaleesa Dove. I am at Jaleesa Bald. My handle is Jaleesa Bald. That's J-A-L-I-S-A-B-A-L-D. Jaja. <laughs> Let's do this. What is, what is that? Millie. It's the oh, Millie. Millie? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We're going to Millie Rock. I just kept doing it. I thought people were cold. I was just like, oh, <laughs> cold. My hands are cold. Okay. Yeah, man. Appreciate you. Liz. Yes. Thank appreciate you for stopping by, and we'll holler at y'all later. Bye. Have a good Valentine's Day. Ooh. <laughs>